Greetings, this is The Honey Pot coming to you with Real Creative Conversations and I want to thank you so much for joining me today to listen in and share some time with me. Today I'm going to be discussing boundaries and how they can help to assist with other people's evolution and on conversely how a lack of boundaries can um, delay other people's evolution. And boundaries tends to be kind of like a trending word right now. Make sure you have boundaries, healthy boundaries, create healthy relationships. And all of these things are true. And I personally, for one, am super grateful that it's trending and that it's something that is in people's awareness and it's something that we're talking about because boundaries really are so critical and so instrumental in being able to create the type of lifestyle, life experience, reality that you want to experience in this lifetime. And for me, when I think about boundaries, it's not always, you know, I think we have a tendency to think about, okay, well, I have boundaries around this. This is what I allow and this is what I don't allow. And that's one way to look at boundaries. And that's very important. Another way, another way to look at boundaries, another perspective to take is, you know, Boundaries are set up for our protection. They're set up for everyone's protection. Whether they're personal boundaries, whether they are organizational boundaries, whether they are societal boundaries, boundaries have a purpose. And boundaries really are um, something that enable and empower us to evolve. And when I think about my own life, I am so grateful, (laughs) so grateful for the boundaries that other people had with me. Um, I'm grateful that for the boundaries that my mother had. Um, I'm grateful for the boundaries that my father had. And even though, you know, in retrospect, I can see it now, it's sometimes it's difficult to accept and really, um, you know, learn to maneuver and grow around people's boundaries. And, you know, when I talk about my parents, initially, my mother had uh, very strict boundaries around For example, how much TV I was allowed to watch, how long I was able to talk on the telephone, how long I was able to, you know, stay outside with friends. And in that sense, you know, I think it's pretty obvious and easy for us to say, wow, you know, that's an example where obviously boundaries were very important. It was important for protection. You know, if I watch too much TV, then my imagination was going to suffer, which by the way, I have implemented the same exact boundary with my children, something that I really was not happy about (laughs) when I was younger. I was not happy about, you know, not being able to watch TV. I was not happy about coming to school and hearing how, you know, this and such and such happened on this particular show last night. And, you know, everybody had their own, it seemed like everybody had their kind of bond over, you know, television shows and television and entertainment. And I felt that it really wasn't fair. And my mom was so not cool. And she was so wrong for not allowing me to participate in that. However, now I see how, you know, her boundaries around what she felt was acceptable for me to participate in really, really assisted in my development. Um, Because of my boundaries, I definitely see that I have a lot more um, 
critical analysis skills. My imagination is very in tune. Um, you know, I was forced to kind of entertain myself when I was young. I was also my mother's only child. So I didn't have another sibling to really, you know, kind of create and make believe and kind of have our own bond with. It was really just me and it was kind of on me to come up with uh, ways to find, you know, satisfying experiences in life and have fun and, and have, you know, be blissful and experience joy. So I'm actually grateful for those boundaries that my mother had because I feel like they instilled in me such lifelong skills of really being able to just um, have that have that sense of drive about myself to really figure out and discover and define what it is that truly makes me happy instead of defining and and kind of depending on a source external to myself. So that's one way in which I think about boundaries and how they really are crucial to the development and evolution of us um, as human beings. Another way that I think about boundaries is in you know, boundaries within interpersonal relationships, boundaries around, you know, what is acceptable and what is not acceptable in terms of how we are going to be treated. You know, again, my, one of my favorite quotes, the first person I heard say it was Tony Robbins. And I'm not sure if this is his quote or not, but I just love it. And I think that it's really, really worth, um, taking into consideration all the time, which is how you do anything is how you do everything. And so if you, you know, for me, this has been extremely helpful, extremely helpful. There was a long time in my life where I was attracting and really finding myself interacting with quite frequently people who did not respect my boundaries in interpersonal relationships, which would lead to frustration, resentment, um, expectations, all types of dysfunctional things that would have not been an issue had I... Um, had a strong sense of what healthy boundaries look like. And in order for you to really see what healthy boundaries look like, I think it's important for you to have healthy boundaries with yourself and to be able to say, you know, uh, this is what I'm okay with. You know, this is what I'm not okay with in myself. I love myself, so I'm going to choose to, you know, invest in my self-care. I'm going to take an hour a day. I'm going to, you know, take time to go and make sure that I move my body. I'm going to take time to be mindful and pay attention to the way that I feel when I eat certain things and how it makes my body feel and how it makes my mind feel and how it makes my energy feel. You know, those things are very important in terms of boundaries that we have with ourselves. I'm going to make sure that, you know, I... I dedicate time to this project that I'm working on. I can't hang out all night. I got to get up early in the morning. I have things to do. All of these boundaries that we set around our own personal self and the interaction that we have with ourselves really sets the tone for how people are allowed to interact with us. It sets the tone for how we expect to be treated, for how we expect to be respected, how we expect to be communicated with, how we expect to, you know, um, how we expect anything really, you know, and that's the, and that ties in again to how you do anything is how you do everything. So, you know, one of the things, one of the examples I like to mention too, is in my own personal life, I love flowers. I love flowers and I buy myself flowers all the time. Now, anyone who knows me and is close to me knows this. So what do you think that I get as gifts when my amazing friends, um, 
or partners and or partners, uh, partner. (laughs) I'm not even going to edit that out. I'm not going to edit that out. But what I'm going to say is, you know, what do you think they probably get me as gifts? They get me flowers. Why? Because they see that I do it for myself. They want to come and work out with me. Why? Because they see it's a priority to me. They want to talk about creative, uplifting, positive, empowering things. Why? Because that's all I talk about. It's all I'm willing to talk about. I'm not willing to engage in discussions that purport a victim approach that ask disempowering questions like why me how could this happen how come this and how come that I prefer to take an empowering you know um, intentional and proactive versus reactive approach to my life so naturally I'm going to vibrate and be in alignment and be close with people who do the same thing. And the people who aren't doing that, they have an option because those are my boundaries. Either you can get down with it or you can lay down and get out of my life. And I know that sounds extreme. It sounds harsh. And this, is a, this can also be a controversial topic. But if you are not willing to put yourself first and your happiness and your peace of mind first... You can't expect anything external or outside of you to do that for you, to put you first. You are not going to be able to show up in the world to your true capacity, to your true highest version, through your true, you know, divine expression, unless you are willing to set boundaries that provide the safe space for that to happen and provide the safe space for that evolution to occur. And unfortunately, sometimes that means that we are not going to be in the same dynamics within interpersonal relationships. Sometimes that means our relationships change, you know, and, and that's difficult. That can be difficult and it can be challenging and it can be something that feels painful. And just like with everything else, we have a choice. We have a choice to decide how we are going to respond and how we are going to react. Because we always have a choice to choose forward movement versus backward uh, reflection and stagnation and staying in a place where we're not happy. We always have an option to uh, move beyond that and look at the, the lesson And how we can turn our pain, our deepest pain can be turned into transformation and value for someone else. And so um, I just wanted to, you know, as I said, that's what we're talking about boundaries today. Thank you so much for taking a listen. I'm so grateful that you found my podcast. I'm still in the very early stages. I don't have a fancy intro or an outro. You know, it's the honeypot in the building. You know, Megan Mac. <laughs> find me on Instagram at the Honeypot Method. Also, you can find me at Real Creative Conversations on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, God. <laughs>